Hello and welcome to Between My Uncle and Me. I'm Alex. And I'm Luke. And this is a podcast about conversations I regularly have with my uncle. We talk about history, politics, relationships, you name it, we talk about it. If you listen and like what you hear, please subscribe to the podcast on iTunes and Spotify and leave us a review. We would also love to hear from you, the listeners. So please email the Between My Uncle and Me podcast at bmuampod at gmail.com. Feel free to ask us any questions that you would like. And if there's a particular topic that you would like to hear us discuss, please feel free to do so. Email us and let us know. Thank you. Okay, we're recording. Yes. Good evening, Alex. Envelope. Wonderful. How are we um, doing? Doing great. Doing good. And of course, uh, as usual, truly a pleasure to uh, to make it here. It's always uh, something that I look forward to once we're able to uh, do our little podcast chat. Yeah. So. Yeah. Um, as you can see, the uh, the environment that we're recording in is a little little different yes. than uh, the last time you were here, being that my ceilings are completely exposed. Yes, you're undertaking major. Yeah. Spent the weekend back breaking, back breaking work removing yes. walls uh, this weekend. So uh, slowly but surely, this thing is coming together. Um, uh, you know how was uh, how was the ride in today? How how are things going? How was the week? It's good. It's good. Um, of course, uh, the ride was not too much traffic, so I timed it properly, which makes it uh, much more pleasant it's and not good. too taxing. And of course, uh, the weeks have been a little bit busy as far as I'm seeking to consider doing some technical consulting within the engineering world. So I've been a little bit busy with that. And that's going fine. Good. But of course, um, today being... Monday, November 2nd. Election Eve. Election Eve with a huge day tomorrow, November 3rd. That's something that's definitely been on my mind and presumably on a lot of other people's minds throughout throughout the country. Before we start, have you have you voted? Wonderful. That's a that's the first order of business. Yeah, I sure have. I was able to do the early voting. Um, this week. Did you mail it in? No, I could not chance it. Okay. Because uh, some weeks ago, uh, you know, Sabine, my wife had considered that we were going to do mail-in. But once the shenanigans were coming out pertaining to the post office, as far as the post office boxes being delayed, yeah, we decided that we were not going to chance it. So I, w- I did have the opportunity to uh, go with my son, my twenty-year-old son to to vote, and he was voting actually for the first time. Nice. So that was wonderful. And it was pretty. Uh, this is the longest, of course, that I've ever had to wait to do voting. How long? How to, long was the wait? By the time it was about an hour. By the time we got on the line and came out after having voted, it was about an hour. So. So what was uh, what was the demographic on the line? What what did you? What was your sense? That, you know, I voted in the Massapequa section of Long Island. Okay, the demographics were mostly you know, mostly white for the most part, okay. but there are still a number of uh, 
other ethnicities in you know but they were in the lesser amount okay but it was uh considering everything it was uh relatively quick and painless okay yeah when i when i voted i voted last week last wednesday i think mm-hmm. um took about 30 minutes there were maybe i don't know 30 or so people mm-hmm. on the line uh part of the part of the reason for the wait is the you know the social distancing mm-hmm. you know not being able to let too many people in mm-hmm. the actual uh space um uh, at at once so I, I voted at the clerk's the county clerk's office because i too did not want to risk my my ballot not being counted so i wanted mm-hmm. to drop it off definitely sign for it and then watch them put it in the box yep so um so that's what i did yes i yes. I, I casted my casted my ballot Congratulations. You know, and uh, we're going to see what happens tomorrow. Yes, yes. And um, tomorrow, one of the things that I'm just going to let you know right now that I'll be informing you in terms of what to look out for, because I feel good that we'll be watching the results of the election with a slightly different eye, I'd like to say. Meaning what? Such that, I'm sorry, I had to make you wait for it, but uh, <laughs> so that tomorrow there are three key states that we're going to look out for that's going to give us a very good idea in terms of how will the election go down. Because the reason being, naturally, as you know, different states will be reporting at different times, some of them are in different time zones as the ones who are at West, out West close a little later. But three of them that we'll be looking out for tomorrow. So you, myself, that's definitely what I'll be doing relatively early on because I'd like to know and feel okay and I would not like to know that I may be set up for major heartache or shock. Okay. Similar to what happened in 2016. So there are some key things we're going to be looking out for. And of course, I'll be letting, you know, my information is based on factual information from the New York Times. One of the ones, the three states we're going to be looking out for are North Carolina, Georgia, and Florida. Okay. The reason being, they report their results. They finish counting their ballots relative relatively early all right usually by 8 p.m about florida has experience with the melon ballots and they usually turn in their results by 8 p.m and what the analysts in the new york times will be doing they'll be using all of the detailed information such as what type of mail-in ballots, how, whether they were early voting or in people, in-person voting. And they're going to be using all of that data in detailed demographic form to give us an idea where will the election be headed. For example, if North Carolina, Georgia, Florida, if Biden wins, just to let you know, Okay. As far if one is a Democrat, such as I am, and I believe you are, I'm an independent. <laughs> yes. Okay. Says that if Biden wins one of those tomorrow night as starters, because they report their results earlier, they're one of the earliest ones. If Biden wins one of them, he has a solid chance 
of winning. So from the get-go, from the very beginning, we're going to have an idea of how things are rolling. Such that if Trump were to win North Carolina, Georgia, and Florida, then that would mean that we'll have to wait for the later ballots from Arizona and other states to determine how it's going to go down. Meaning that if Trump were to win all three, meaning he's in the race okay, as well. Okay. He's in the race and he has a chance of winning as Biden has a chance of winning. But if Biden wins one of them, then that tells us that Biden has a solid chance to win and we're looking good. That's what that says. So, but in the reason that um, is those, they report their, they count their ballots much earlier than a lot of the other states and that they provide, they provide much more detail as far as uh, the little granularities of the different districts that are reporting, such as how many are left, what type of, what are the demographics that are remaining in a particular district? What is it that they tend or may tend to do based on their historical way of voting? So it's just something that that's used, you could see as a weather vein, weather predictor. This is how it's heading. So well, go, it's like which way is the wind blowing and effectively yeah. to use that comparison or metaphor. So that's what we're going to be watching out, looking out for. So you Florida, feel, you feel Georgia, good North this. Carolina. You feel good about this? <clears throat> yeah, I feel good about it. I feel good about it. It's going to be a very early indicator. That indicator is not saying, okay, this candidate is going to win. That is just telling you from the get-go with results, which way is it already already headed? So if if he wins all three, we're saying that is the article uh, is the assessment saying that Trump has a good chance of winning, or is it saying that it's going to be a just it's just going to be a longer night? It's going to be a longer night because at that time it says that Trump is in the race. It says that we'll have to wait for the you no know, he's in the race as much as Biden could win, so could he. Yeah, if he because he also won those states in 2016 just. For historical okay. information, he did win them in 2016, North Carolina, Georgia, and Florida. But these, the reason that those states were picked is that they they report in detail every little type of thing, the demographics, from what precinct, were they mailing voting, mailing votes, were they in-person votes, were they absentee ballots, and with that, all the data... You know, the Times uh, analysts are going to be compiling it to try to give you a needle, like which way is it headed? That's really what it's doing. So that as starters, you could start knowing whether you should start feeling nervous or not. So that, yeah, for my thing as a Democrat, of course, I would not want it to be that, yes, by the time those three states report, Florida, North Carolina, Georgia, and Trump were to win all three. If Trump were to win all three, it's a bad sign. Why? Because it would be saying that he has as much, almost almost as much a chance as Biden to win, meaning he's in the race, he's in the game. Whereas Biden wins one of them, he's pretty much done. Biden has a solid chance to win. Yeah, I mean, that's, that's, that's interesting. I think, uh, if I remember correctly, Obama won North Carolina 
um, when he yes he did he ran. Uh, I don't think he won Georgia. I don't think Georgia. I think Georgia is pretty much no. historically yes uh, he, red. Yeah, he had not won Georgia. Okay. He, did, he had won North Carolina. Okay, so really the only. I'd be shocked if Biden were to win Florida or Georgia. Yes, but North- they're tight right now. As as we speak right now, they tightened. They've tightened. He still is. It's not like uh, it would be a big deal, but his chances, um, you know, have not yet been enumerated. But he's he's in there. They're very tight. Yeah. The, the especially of course in Florida, especially in Florida, the numbers are tight in Florida. Okay. Numbers are tight. Tight as in everything that I ever saw was yes. that Trump always had the lead in yes. Florida. So, but so far, as of yesterday, for example, today being Monday, yesterday uh, being Sunday, for example, the latest that I had seen in Florida, it would show that Biden is up, for example, seven. I'm not necessarily really? that I believe it, but I would say if he in a good number of those polls were showing that he's up. So I one could say, okay, maybe he's up four, for example. Okay. Maybe he's up four because the the uh, the margin of error would be about three percent. So, but it's it's tight, it's close. Okay, I, I I thought I thought Trump always had a lead in in Florida. I could be I could be wrong, but then again, right? Like yeah, not the, not the not recently, not not as of yesterday okay. in the last couple of the, days. So, um, all of the battle swing states, um, they've been showing it recently. Some of them have been showing fifty two to forty four. There was the swing would be, for example, eight to twelve percentage. Among a lot of different um, states, for example, you know, Michigan, Wisconsin, Florida, Pennsylvania. And, of course, whenever I see the percentage as percentages, if it's very high, for example, an 8%, I say, okay, well, maybe it's really 4% or 3%. But, as we know, a win is a win. 1% would suffice. But we yeah. don't want 1%. Sure. We don't. A win is not really a win based on how things have gone in the past where like we've discussed previously, you know, uh, you can, you can, you can win, you can win the popular vote and, and still lose and still lose the state. Yes. Uh, yes. Those are, those are factors that also need to be considered. And, um, you know, I personally am taking zero stock or, or comfort in any polls because of 2016. I agree. But the one thing that, you know, that may uh, be in the advantage of of Biden is the is the fact that one as of today a hundred million votes have been casted. Yeah, about ninety seven million votes have been casted. So which is about two thirds. It's a yeah, hundred. It's a hundred now. It's a hundred now. From, okay. From from, from it's a hundred million votes mm-hmm. now, and then they said that was seven, that's seventy percent of yeah, look, uh, the voting in twenty sixteen, uh, which was at one hundred and thirty six million. Yeah, one thirty eight million about okay. one thirty eight. You 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 giving me a hard time for two two million votes? Oh, uh, sorry about that. Wait, we were thirty eight. My God, sorry. Okay. One hundred thirty eight million votes, and um, the high turnout typically that's a good sign for 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 Democrats. Very good sign because it's always been understood that if there's a huge turnout, it benefits the Demo- Democrats dramatically. Yeah, and pretty much one of the things I'm going to point out also. That's one of the reasons why the administration, they have the classified mega statistics on everything pertaining to the votes. They they pretty much see it. They know it. And that's one of the reasons why all the shenanigans regarding voter suppression is going on because they see the data. And in, interestingly enough, when Trump had said 
the only way that he could lose the election, the Republicans could lose the election, is if it's rigged. Right. But it's specifically because he knew it was the reverse. And that's why from about two weeks ago, so a little prior, I said, yeah, the only way that the Democrats could lose is if the votes are rigged and that voter suppression and the cheating goes on exponentially because the numbers we're waiting and I'm expecting to see the numbers will show that as they've already started to show with the early voting two thirds of the total of 2016 already submitted. But all we know, all we know though is that more people have voted. We don't know which way either of these people are voting. And in such Mm -hmm. a consequential election that is likely to bring out people from both parties because at the end of the day, Trump has diehard fans. Yes, you know, yes. Uh, and I call I call them fans because you know his whole celebrity, uh, the whole celebrity that he has. But he has a fan. He has a he has a hardcore fan base that it doesn't matter what he does or says. That's right. They, they come out and and, and right. vote for him. Um, I don't know. I don't know what you've seen in New York, but around here, I mean, you I, I've seen the Trump. Uh, Flags on the on, on the on the on the trucks. I've and, seen a bit of like it too. The, I've seen interesting like enough in car Long Island. Parades. Yeah, yeah. In Long Island, I didn't see the car parades, but uh, I've seen the the in thing to do as a Trumper. Yeah, seems to be get yourself a pickup truck yeah. and put as the as huge amount of flags that yeah. you possibly can. Yeah. I was like, wow, and it definitely uh, attracts attention. Yeah. I mean, I was going by the Home Depot, and that's what I saw from anywhere you would see it. A pickup truck with two huge flags, yeah, on, on top of it. It's yeah. uh, yeah. So so, I feel like they're energized. They're yeah. energized too. And, yes, they and, are. and historically, Republicans they come out and vote. They don't miss elections. Yeah. Uh, Democrats sit out on elections. Uh, yeah. Twenty sixteen. Yeah. For the, example, the, this one though, I'm pretty confident in base, especially sometimes when they interview a couple of people who have not voted previously and why. They, what they've stated, the reason that they're voting for, Democrats are motivated to. I mean, Democrats are giving the Republicans a good type of competition as far as our motivation goes this time around. Yeah. I really just hope that a winner is declared early on, where you know where they where they, where they can call states for for um, mm-hmm. either candidate. Yes fairly quickly so that we don't have to go through this whole week's long process. I know that there are some states that, mm-hmm. um, you know, they they allow them to, as long as, you know, the, the mail-in ballot is postmarked before a certain date, mm-hmm. uh, it can arrive after the election in some mm-hmm. of those states. I think there are like 13 states mm-hmm. uh, with, that, uh, with that rule. So, you know, some states are going to take a, a while yes. to finish counting. Yes. But, and based on what you we'll said, see. though, um, as far as uh, it not taking too many weeks later, that's something that the administration has already promised is not going to happen. They're going to start litigation immediately afterwards. Yeah. And they've already started right now. So that luckily the GOP was trying to negate 127,000 votes in Texas. I saw that. And they were unsuccessful in doing that. In they would have thrown out 127,000 people's yep. votes. Yep. And so that's a guarantee that I believe so far 
um, that it's going to it's going to take a couple of weeks because he's not going to pass the opportunity to litigate. That's one thing he loves to do. <laughs> you know, is is is, is litigate. <laughs> Take you to court and just drag things yeah, out and drag it through in in, in, in the system. Yeah, I was reading something in the Times um, quite recently, from yesterday or so, written by Charles Blow of the New York Times, who's a uh, regular columnist in such a paper, and he was saying, "Yeah, we're at one of the most perilous times after the election, actually after the third. You know, as everyone um, knows and suspects." Is going to be quite a perilous time in in the country. So what did he what did he say? What did he what does that mean? Because uh, everyone can you can have your imagination as to what that means. Uh, because I, you name it, we've 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 seen it as yeah. far as what people are doing to get prepared for for this election. You know. Yes. Um. Some of the details that I was able uh, I'm able to remember off the top of my head is that. You know, he's saying, yeah, Trump is not going to concede and uh, and how it's going to, you know, be very dangerous uh, in the country. And um, some of the details of the article, I can't quite remember offhand, but one, if, once I do, I'll uh, are, uh, maybe hop back to it. Are we, are, are you talking, was he talking about violence? Yeah. In the country? He was talking yeah. about violence in the yeah. country. Okay. Yeah. He, he, he was explaining how it's so dangerous, it's going to be so dangerous that f- it was interesting what he noticed is that Facebook will be, is already putting in place certain features in their software that they had to employ in countries such as Sri Lanka and Myanmar. Okay. So that they're going to slow. They, Facebook is going to try to slow the spread of anything that's the, the, that's going viral, so as to prevent um, you know mega violence in a similar situation that has happened after an election in countries such as Sri Lanka and Myanmar. And at that time, that's amazing. So that this is the point where this country has gotten in a in in Facebook only does that for extremely exceptional circumstances within jurisdictions that they have deemed that a lot of political violence can erupt of the likes of that has already happened in countries such as Sri Lanka and Myanmar. It's really amazing. That's how much they're, uh, you know, they're, they're prepping and setting up. Says that also he was explaining how, of course, the FBI has already set up a task force in Manhattan in the federal building to account for all types of um, violent contingencies. It's crazy. I mean, what the, the crazy thing that's happening right now is that there are there is a run on guns and ammunition in this country mm-hmm. where there is a there is a uh there's just just a shortage of ammunition it's yep. be, it's it's been stockpiled it's been bought up gun stores all over the place don't have ammo yep. and um even online distributors are out of ammunition mm-hmm. and yeah it's a di- it's a different it's a different, different second environment. it's a different quote unquote second yeah. wave yeah yeah, you know where the run was on toilet paper before, and now the run is on guns and ammunition. Yeah, and one of the you know one of the points that Charles Blow 
of the New York Times within that article has had specified as far as uh, Trump's determination to win at all costs. He has said about Trump that Trump would be ready to let the country burn course as he just glows in the warmth of of that fire yeah it's like if he needed that to just to be warm him his body God. he would let the country burn simply in order for him to get the warmth from that fire yeah it's it's a that, that was a heck of a comparison i mean it's the equivalent of nero watching rome burn as he fiddles yeah i mean look but just look look at Look at his behavior. Look at everything that he's doing in these in these uh, in these last few days, at, at at these rallies. He's just promoting this whole whatever happens happens thing, and just and just casting so much doubt on the process that where he says that you know, like you said, the only way he loses if it's rigged, and he trashes the whole institution of uh, the of voting. Yeah. So that. People don't believe the system, and in hopes that if he were to lose, people doubt the election results. Exactly, and when you doubt the election results. You see what it happens in every country. Every country, and that's is those type of situations also that also transpired in countries such as Sri Lanka and Myanmar. There, there was some mega violence after elections, presumably, and Facebook had to institute those type of measures and within their platform to do that. It was amazing to me how they control so many, so many things. They could control what type of news feed you'd be seeing. So they'll be slowing the amount of and, and determining what type what type of news feed Americans will be seeing so that as to not further incite them or incite violence. That's just crazy. That, that's not that's not that doesn't concern you. Like how 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 insane is that though? Because just just how they can do that just how they can do that for, you know, uh, you know, to pr- hopefully prevent violence and, you know, uh, yep. you know, uh, what do you call it? You know, that kind of information going viral. Mm-hmm. It's the same way that they can they can control, of course, what you're seeing on a regular basis to influence on... your thoughts exactly. or feelings about a particular a particular subject matter. Do you, yes, do you, it's do you crazy. remember? Do you remember? Uh, it, it was probably it might have even been last year, but there was like some video that came out where newscasters from like 15 different news outlets mm-hmm. on a particular day almost verbatim saying the same exact thing yeah, the absolutely. same exact script mm-hmm. yes. and it just shows you though just how much power the media has in controlling what Huge amount of power what, what you what information that you're getting because yeah. if you're if you're only getting your information from the talking heads on the TV you, it, it's hard to say now whether or not you're you're getting true and accurate information. Huge that, amount of influence. And that's one of the reasons sometimes you got to get your information from different sources. And as you receive it, you always have to be mindful, of of course, of, you know, what's the source? Yeah, where's the source coming from? Right. What's, what source? And, you know, regarding Trump, one of the things that he's said recently to show you, in my opinion, the depravity of the man, such as simply because... Simply because it was said that doctors, like when Javid was explaining that he took control back from the doctors because the doctors were, in their minds, controlling the narrative, 
and he knows doctors are good people generally. It's a noble profession. So who? So uh, for people not, who may not yeah. know what mm-hmm. what, uh, sure. what you're talking about, what yeah. what what did you? I'm, I'm assuming you're talking uh, yeah. about Jared Kushner. Yeah, at the height of the pandemic, yeah. there was video of Jared that was put out by Bob Woodward. Okay, explaining and it was heard that Jared was saying, yeah, how Trump took control of the narrative of uh, took control of the general direction sure. of things in the country from the doctors. Yeah. So once that came um, out on the way of Jared, so naturally I presume Trump was thinking it doesn't look good or bode well for him. It doesn't make him look good. So now he I, he got to wanting to malign the doctors. Right. And then he, was, then he went on the stump in the rally literally saying how doctors... Are, 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 are specifying that the people who die from COVID simply for monetary gain. And right. he said doctors make about $2,000 for every patient that they claim to have died from COVID, yeah. even if that might not have been the case or that was not the case. I, for me, it was a little personal because, of course, my wife is a physician. And I could, and those type of people, are very into their profession. They're very strict about it. It's a very regulated industry. And they don't go into that type of business to do those types of criminal acts. It's insane, the kind of things that he says. And something like that, it could make it even that just dangerous for doctors themselves. Because then you're going to affect the public in terms of viewing and thinking of doctors and thinking of doctors in a way that you should not be thinking that they're the bad people, right. they're the bad guys, and that they're just out there wanting to be greedy, which is not the case at all. It's truly for me. We we truly reflected. Yeah, you're, you're, you're trying to say that you know doctors doctors are out here profiting off of death during of death. Uh, during, and, during, the, during a pandemic. Yeah, and in a criminal fashion too, yeah. by claiming that that person might have died from COVID when that's not actually the case. Sure, it's truly truly crazy. Also. Delegitimizing COVID nineteen, just de- yes, that's right. De- delegitimizing it, just adding more, you know, just adding more chaos yep. and 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 muddying the waters yep. and making things confusing and 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 literally convincing people that this is yep. a hoax. Exactly, there are and people some, who are still saying that. That's right, based and, off of and, this guy. And those type of words, of course, are coming from for lack of a better word, President of the United States. The top. That's what he is saying, and it reflects that there is nothing that he would not say in order to remove or distract something from himself. Yeah. The leader of the free world, and that is the, that is the most dangerous... The, the most dangerous person is the, is the person who will do and say anything to get ahead or... Get what they want. Yep, that is yep. the most dangerous person. Very, because there because there's no bottom. No bottom. There's no. There's nothing that you won't do, no and bottom. that's just the craziest thing. And then for that person to have so much power to lead into what you just said, for that person to have such power, of course, it jogged a bit of the memory in terms of uh, the subject matter pertaining to Charles Charles Blow's um, column. Is that, yeah, after the third, you know, that person will still have all the levers of power 
at his disposal. Right. Controlling the Justice Department, the military, and everything else. And he has no bottom. And if it were to come out, and it's being proven that, yeah, he's definitely way back in the polls and he's losing. That's one of the reasons why Charles Bill said, yeah, after that, we're in one of the most perilous moments in the country's history. Thereafter, he could decide to react in any which way because he still has control of those things, of those institutions, technically. And what we've Until seen, January 21st, right? And what we've seen is that he almost has unchecked power. Because so far, he's yeah. Not, he's, you know, as of now, you know, you have the, the Senate is complicit with allowing him to do a lot of the things that he's doing. Yeah. There's no checks and there's no checks and balances. Nope. nope. There has there haven't been checks and balances for a long time, and I think his presidency has really shown that there really isn't that much. As much checks and balances. No, there are. There are. As you as you read. I agree with you. They're called they're called they're called rules and norms. That's exactly the thing. They're not laws. That's why we've come to understand and to learn. They're really rules and norms. But once tested, there are not any laws to enforce it and to impose any consequences. That has been proven. That's without a doubt. Because you know you you think oh all these things that you 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 can't do or you you can't you can't do that. Congress sends you a subpoena. You can't. You yeah. have to show up and yeah. do it. And you, until you realize that, okay, yeah, they're sending these things out, and people are just yeah. Like, yeah. No, no, thank you. At that level, at a very high level, such as that executive branch, no, they don't apply. The rules and norms. It's on a good honor system. It's not anything that truly could be is enforced. Yeah. And and even if a law were to exist, if it's not enforced. It doesn't matter. And that's one of the reasons why right now, imagine the scenario says that, okay, it would be proven with the ballots that Biden won. Biden won. And it's clear. Okay. The 4th, 5th, beyond November 4th, beyond beyond November 3rd, he's still president. Every The whole system would be at his mercy. Okay. So let's, let's hear, what do you, so what do you think? So let's say Biden wins. Besides, you know, bring things to court and try to say that, you know, he won a particular state that they, you know, claim Biden won. What what do you think he's capable of capable of doing? And that's such a loaded question because yeah. we've, 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 we've seen that there's no bottom and we're, it's always surprising almost that, oh, how low will you go? Quite obviously, in my opinion, what he definitely could do, as he's already promised a lot of court cases, mm-hmm. he could simply state that he's president pending those co- the outcome of those court cases. They take forever. In the meantime, whatever time it takes for the courts to deliberate beyond January, That's doesn't it matter. Is. He's president until by, judi- by executive decree. Okay. Like that. Okay, so then let's say that were to happen. Then it would be, as we have been spoken to, uh, spoken about before, that's where it would be up to who to to react. I think, I think, um, I, I think the the military leaders, because I think ultimately that's where the real power is always at. 
because the Republicans have proven they're not going to say a thing because they also benefit from his illegitimacy. All the all the all the rules and norms say that the military is non-political and is they they report to the commander in chief, which is which is him. A, that's a good point. You know, and that's so if they point. decide to go with the rules and norms, they're going to do what he says. Exactly. That's a good point. That's a good point. It's a fair point point taken in that sense. And uh, that's where it would always be up to the leaders and former leaders or Republican leaders. And they've proven that they're not going to say a word. And to the contrary, they want Trump to continue to do what, what he does because they benefit from it. So therein lies where truly in that sense it's really up in the air and that's why yeah it does make sense at one of the most perilous periods in american history because it keeps you literally guessing you know what he'll do but without a doubt he's capable of all that and what charles blue had pointed out is that yeah he still has technically he will he will still be having the levels of power sure at his disposal still, even after on the f- November 4th were, for example, Biden to win. I, you know, he could decide, as he had said, he's not leaving. Then, therefore, who makes him leave? I don't know. Is it is it is it the people? Are the people going to? Like, that's what? where I believe the people, too, because, yeah, that's where the whole country would need to descend on Washington. Power of the people by the people, right? This is so crazy. This is just insane that we're sitting here having this conversation about the United States of America. Yeah, it's crazy. It's kind of crazy because some people in the Republican Party, in my opinion, they've definitely decided that they no longer want democracy for this country. They don't want the democracy. And sometimes, I've, as, as I might have mentioned, uh, often the democracy of America is often, re- often referred to as an experiment, and I'm like, well, is it to say that this experiment, therefore they've been experimenting with it for 240 years or so and they no longer want the democracy for the U.S. or something? Because well, what, what you can see is that dem- I don't think democracy was ever intended to be to give everyone yes. a voice. Yes, and yes. And it's that's been going on throughout history and happening Since the today founding of the country, indeed. With, with the fact that they had to pass a voting rights act yes. to allow people to get to uh, you know to be able to vote yes. in peace yes and then they gutted that and then they gutted that no supposedly right. no more protections are needed exactly they, since they, everyone understands how to properly behave when it comes to voting right so they they gutted that and then now you know they they you know states are individual states are closing polling places left and right allowing one polling place in in like particular counties that are that are that are large that, that's happening in texas yep in houston you know, you know giving you know you know tremendously long lines in only certain communities black and brown communities so yeah the intent they've they've, they've been stifling the vote mm-hmm. okay and it's one party that does it so yep. there's it, it, you these are just facts you can't say that you're for democracy when you go out of your way to try to throw out 127,000 <laughs> 127, votes. 127,000 votes you, 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 you try to, in you know, modern day 2020. Right, you try to impose 
you know, all these rules and restrictions making it harder and harder for people to vote. It's 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 obvious and it's in plain yes, sight. Yes, yes. Because if this place really believed in democracy, yeah. one we would we would have done away with the electoral college, and that's just another conversation. Of course, but mm-hmm. two. Why is it that election day is not a national of holiday it yet? Have been, yeah, why is it? Exactly. Why, why is it still on a Tuesday? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. You know what I mean? It's just like it's it's that's never changed. Put the thing on a Saturday when most people have off. Yeah. Or do what do what we did this election cycle. Everybody gets a mail in. Every everybody gets a ballot. Gets a ballot. If you are over the age of eighteen in this country, you get, you a, get ballot, a ballot. You mail it in. Why is that? Why exactly. is that difficult? Exactly. You're automatically registered. You get a ballot. Yeah. Yeah. That's not. That should not be. Of course. Rocket science. So so there's a re. So you have to just think. Yep. Why is it that? Why don't they want you to vote? Exactly. When you vote, you 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 have a say, and you can, and in particular, your your local your local uh, races, your yes. you know your, your 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 prosecutors and your DAs and your judges. Those are the. Yep. Those are the things that. The, the elections that affect your 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 daily life. Yep. Yep. Right. So, if you're not participating in those, then you're you're exactly. You know, you're making things difficult on yourself. Even you're not yep. helping. You're not helping the situation. Yep. Yep. So you so you 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 feel that tomorrow. Okay. Do you think do you think we'll have a winner declared tomorrow? Do you think do you think enough states will come back with the certain returns uh, to be able to call for them to call the election for someone? Yes, I think so. You think so tomorrow? Yes, I think so because of the of the extent volume, volume of the early vote. The fact that it's already two thirds pre election day says a lot because always. The huge turnout gives you an idea how things are going to go. And, of course, in the past, without the huge turnout, right, the states managed to get their reporting, and it was kind of pretty clear. Much as the last time, the 2016, it came through and vote in Trump at some point. It was obvious that, okay, even after a lot of cheating, he was winning. Because as one was watching it in 2016, from what I remember, the minute that Florida came in after, unfortunately, she had already lost Pennsylvania, Wisconsin. Yeah. By the time Florida came in and she lost that. Over. Everyone you know, was pretty much like, that's it. In order to win, you must at least start winning some. <laughs> That's what I that was that was my <laughs> that was my analysis and conclusion at that yeah. time as I was watching. I was like, well, if we'd like we'd like to win. If you want a chance, you have if to. you want a chance, you gotta start winning some. <laughs> and, some. And, and it was it was able to be seen by that time. I was able to we were able to see, especially when Florida came in, boom, did not come through for her. That was it. And that was after that was after um Pennsylvania had come in and stuff like that. And those were key. Those were those were key states. So yeah. these these results are going to be very. Uh, it's going to be very interesting to see where the country is at right mm-hmm. now. Yeah, and also 
if I may add, honestly, historically, within a day or so, second for for the Bush, yeah, for the Bush Gore in Florida that had occurred, you know, there was some. It had to go through the through the courts for them to determine that, and that was due to improper ballots where they were talking about hanging chads or yeah, this yeah. type of chad. But provided that there's not a major issue with the ballots themselves. The counting of it, yeah, it could happen within a day or two. And anything, any other additional complications, honestly, I expect that it will be for the fact that some people will be complaining about the numbers of the vote yeah. in court. Yeah. You know, so it's not that mega impossible. Yeah, I, I believe so. There will be votes. There will be votes to count. I truly believe that, especially on the part of the Democrats. And the beauty about it, they want to be able to count votes. They will be counting votes. That's a fact. It's good. It's good to see. It's good to know. Because uh, I want to see those end. I, I want to see those those uh, those those end results. Those those end. Uh, what do you call it? end polls? Exit polls. Exit they call polls, them yeah. exit polls. I want to see the exit polls because. Uh, I I just I just I just need to know whether I, I need to know who's voting who's mm-hmm. voting for who mm-hmm. and whether that's whether that's changed from last election to to now mm-hmm. because, exactly because it's very important and that's and the good thing is those three states that I just mentioned to you prior from the beginning North Carolina Georgia and Florida they report early they report early so it's usually like like by eight p.m. Yeah. We're going to be getting an idea and a picture of those important states. They report early. So we'll be knowing how to start feeling and what to start looking out for. That's all. We're just going to be watching with a slightly different eye yeah. maybe than, than than most people. And for some of your good friends, I'd like them to hopefully, if they do have the opportunity, to listen to this podcast so that as we watch it, they will have known and remembered and watched that along with us knowing to look out for those three key states. And, of course, I promise, if they, after that they would have any issues, it doesn't quite work out for giving them a decent idea as far as to which way the election is heading, then they could contact you. Don't contact me. I'm just joking. <laughs> <laughs> no. Uh, yeah, send, 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 your, send your grievances to uh, uh, the BMUAM podcast. Um, BMUAM pod at gmail.com. Yes. Uh, if you want to uh, give Uncle Luke a hard time. Yeah, it's specifically Doc yeah, Alex. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> o- o- Obama has, uh, Obama's been on the uh, on the campaign trail. Oh, yeah, he's been good. He's getting, been good. Getting some things off of his chest. Yeah. He, it's he, nice to yeah, see him out there. Yeah, it's good to see him out there. He needed to. I mean, for a while, we had needed to. I don't know, maybe Obama had not gotten the memo, but people needed to hear from him. Oh, yes. They needed to see and hear from him. Yeah. I mean, the whole place so, went, you know, we're all riled up, and then after that, he has left us to kind of um, make a, sense of things yeah, for he, ourselves. He, we needed a, to hear from him. He's in Hawaii, oh. jet skiing, you know, the shirt off. Gotta come back. Oh, gotta help, gotta help... Uh, Help Sleepy Joe. <laughs> well, I'll tell you, you know, um, some some people call those things nicknames. Of course, we all know they're insults for what they are. 
man. You know, President of the United States calling, you know, insulting people with certain names with constantly. Left and right. With impunity and the media and all other people never say anything to say, you do not have the right to say that. It's not a nickname, it's an insult. Well, here's the thing. They, they tried that. You can't stop. You can't stop him. So what are you gonna do every 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 day for four years? Say, hey, stop calling this person crooked, Hillary. Stop. You you, you can't. He's, he's he doesn't stop. Wow, that's you really know? changing the norms. Doesn't of stop a, of a whole place. Yeah, you just have a president on Twitter going nuts. Yeah, and that's why, of course, is some people understand that once he does lose legitimately via being by being outvoted tomorrow, November 3rd, 2020, understandably, that does not mean that's going to be the end of Trumpism. No. He's done so much damage that quite a bit of it will remain in the country for quite a while. The incivility is going to be with us. It's always been with us, but in a more clandestine fashion. But after that, the incivility is going to be with us for quite a while. Yeah. Oh, yeah. What he's done to social and discourse in this place is truly disgusting. Truly. I mean, I believe, and, you know, maybe years to come, we'll see other politicians who will come um, who would, who may choose to try try out. Try it again. Their brand try of Trumpism. Yeah. I remember James Carville, uh, he's a former campaign manager for Bill Clinton. And he had said, yeah, we, the Democrats have to win, not just win, but they have to win by so much that to send the message to the, Republic, to the Republican Party to never accept this version of Trumpism again. Yeah. And that's why I'm hoping that... I hope that happens. The votes definitely materialize. And I believe it will. So many more people who've never voted before... So many more are voting because they understand it's that stock. And it's literally the fate of the U.S., quote, the so-called free world is at risk. It's truly amazing. That's what's on the ballot. Democracy is on the ballot. I mean, when you hear those Democrats saying democracy on the ballot, that's no exaggeration. It's on the ballot. Yeah, and we keep saying it. It sounds it sounds alarmist, but it's not if you really understand yeah. what's, at, what's at stake. Yeah. I had a, I had a, I had a um I had a nightmare the other night. Mm, wow. I typically had, I typically you, you had the a nightmare that an I, election was occurring I, I, tomorrow. I, I typically have uh dreamless dreamless nights. Wow. Uh where at least I don't remember any sure, of my dreams, sure. right? But this one and I and I'll just tell you and we know we'll, we'll we'll keep it in or not, but I had a dream that Trump lost. Mm, okay. Trump lost the election. It's a great dream. Transfer, tra- yeah, no, that's a nightmare, right? Trans- uh, powers were transferred, and then Trump became like the head of the radical right mm-hmm. folks who are harboring all the ammunition of the, of the militias. Yes. He mm-hmm. became head of he became head of the militia, mm-hmm. pretty much, wow. and was. Getting people ready for a civil war, and he, was, yes. and he was, and he was the leader. Wow! 
because he was saying how like yeah the you know the election was stolen from him and mm-hmm. he's the you know he should be the mm-hmm. the, the, the president and he got everybody mm-hmm. all riled up and had a following of people willing to go that route with him wow to the, the the my that, my, that was my, my dream wow my greatest wish is that it only remains your your dream, and it does not go beyond. Yeah, that's that's truly crazy. That's yeah, and, scary. And, and the reason why I say that is because he 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 has that um. He has, he has that magnetic star power mm-hmm. that gets that that he's able to just connect with people. Yeah, he or, connects. Or connect he connects. with people and convince them that yeah. he's right and. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, and you you see you see these like you see these interviews that they that they do uh uh you know for certain people I was watching one the other day, and they're they're interviewing people on the street maybe like you know a couple of days ago, and you guys you have people just the, the person literally said the whole COVID thing is a hoax. Mm-hmm. This is today. This is this yes. is after two hundred and fifteen thousand people have died mm-hmm. saying mm-hmm. that it's a hoax. Mm-hmm. Saying that, you know... Good he, point. One of the things with some of those supporters, I see when journalists are interviewing them, the in- journalist begins to ask them certain questions as they get into the facts, especially with QAnon, for example. They would ask one of them I had seen, you know, do you believe in QAnon? She was like, yeah, she believed those things are real. She was like, do you believe that they're breaking the Democrats are a chain of pedophiles and she's like yes but the minute you you, i forgot the exact question the journalist pressed her on further Mm -hmm. and then she's and then once they press they're like okay i i I don't know about that but so i mean they have an element that part of it they don't completely believe it either that's what it seems to me they do that as a cult type of agreement to follow to create an issue like QAnon. but i it's not if they know what they're propagating it would seem to me are lies they just won't admit it with other people it seems be that as it may it doesn't that doesn't make me feel that that person's not going to go vote for him yeah yeah they'll go vote for him yeah you know what i mean but but that's the point right it's just like yeah whether sure you're just let's say you're just regurgitating things that you know are lies yes Fine. You're still you're still the there's still a large faction of people out there who know it, know he's lying, know all those things, and still propagating. And are still it. gonna pro- propagate it and vote and go vote for him. Yeah, net effect. Same, not not non beneficial. Yeah, but they're they're truly amazing. Like, I mean, those people they really warp their minds are warped with the Q and on stuff. That's gone. I mean, my only explanation is that they know that. It's fake, and but they have to weave some type of lie around which they all could come and rally behind. So they not have, everybody knows what what QAnon is. So yeah, QAnon is, I mean, the little bit that I know of it, not that I know it in detail, is something that's viral on the internet, where they are claiming that they are fighting that Trump is their leader and Trump is going to be taking down all the crime and pedophilia that's going on around in the country and you know that's the little bit that i know about it i mean okay yeah sometimes I mean, it's, it's so ridiculous that honestly i almost don't like to talk about that nastiness in detail right right um 
I was I was hoping you would tell me more about it too. Is, is mm-hmm. that's kind of the the extent of, of it that I know as well, and I do know that you know there was a there's a um, either a congress a congresswoman or congresswoman, congresswoman who's affiliated who was, who was, with QAnon who was recently elected who was recently elected and, and is yeah. bringing in all those crazy yeah. ideas and you know that's just going to you know by the simple fact that there's someone in in, in the in the house with uh with those beliefs means it's going to continue to spread it's crazy um, it's crazy and in my opinion it's just a way for them to weave something to have some type of um something in common as if they're rallying around i mean that's just my general opinion as to why they're adopting that fake stuff because like as you want to go viral to have everyone by the thousands rally around a cause it has to be fake and fantastical that they actually feel that they're all on a mission supposedly together. That's just my, you know, personal yeah. theory and opinion because it just does not make any sense in terms of how, in my mind, that they could actually believe those things that they are claiming without having any proof, any evidence whatsoever. What? Meaning it's just, for me, I'm just saying they're just using something to use as an excuse so they could have something to rally behind together i presume because you know yeah but what what that what that says to me though is that there is information out there that is being spread through those ranks information that people are reading and are like oh right this is what they're reading this is what they what they think and believe is true based on what that whatever that literature is yes someone's out there on the internet concocting ridiculous and fake stuff to write as if they're writing a a fiction novel yeah yeah they're good with that they have time you know and i presume that's how it gets weaved and it gets passed around and they concocted all types of crazy scenarios and and claims without any one iota of any evidence whatsoever says that so now we have now we have homework. Now we have to now we have to do a, a dive into QAnon and find out more information about it. Yeah, just to know, just to follow up, follow up on it to yeah, just see how like, this I, I, dangerous yeah, like, movement yeah. might be moving, especially when it's been given some type of uh, implicit approval by the president, having claimed he never heard about QAnon, yet right. they all support him. Right. So. Yeah, I gotta find find out more about about that group. Yeah, um, mm-hmm. unfortunately, yeah. I like reading crazy stuff. You know, you do or do not. I don't. Said, uh, yeah, I mean, yeah. It's, just like, yeah, it's, it's uh, kind of like a waste of time. It's not like, productive. I have to, it's not productive. It's I, have to re- I have to read this garbage. Pure waste of time. We'll see. Who knows? Maybe I might. Maybe I might read it and and. Hey. <laughs> there, 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 might, there might be some legitimacy. Who knows? No, no, I, I'm. Pretty certain you yeah. you will not be finding that. You'll not be I won't finding find that it compelling. Not at all. You will find it compelling. I know that one hundred percent. Yes. So after November third, obviously that'll be a second phase as to whether or not the democracy still stands and whether buildings still stand or not. And you're betting on democracy. Yes, I have my bet on democracy. However. You know, however crazy that it is that we are being brought to the brink, I'm betting on that. But he's been proven that he'll be going fighting in every which way. Won't make it easy, but I do believe, yeah, in the end, 
democracy has to prevail because, again, there are 50.01% good people. Just a little bit more than 49.99%. We're going to have to adjust those stats in a few days. <laughs> okay. Based on the outcome, thank you for that. That's good. That's good. Yeah. Based on the outcome, we'll see if those stats need to be yeah. adjusted. And listen, I don't mean, and I don't mean that you know if whether you, if, it's if like, you, for example, sixty percent, sixty forty, seventy thirty. See, the thing, this is the thing, right? Like, if you vote for if you vote for Trump, I'm not saying that you are a you're a bad person. Right now, Alex, I'm saying if you if one votes for Trump, they're a bad person. Bad person. Yes, they're a bad person. If one can vote for Trump right now. Yeah, there needs to be no words couched. If one, whomever goes to the ballot November tomorrow, November 3rd, and they vote for Trump, they're voting for bad. They're voting for bad for the country because it's been proven, and they know what it's going to do. So they're voting for bad. They voted for bad before, says that a good number of them made believe they did not know or understood that he was a dangerous person to have voted for. Some of them were making believe that, oh, he's going to bring back jobs. A guy who's never worked a job in his life, never conducted a business on his own in his life, all of a sudden was going to know how to create jobs and become a job creator. And not over, not only that, not, not only become a job creator, but bring back jobs of the like of coal manufacturing, coal jobs. Yeah. Bring manufacturing, come on. So a good number... Of Americans, I know for a fact, I believe, yes. Once Comey had determined that he was going to investigate Hillary Clinton, that's what gave a lot of suburban women or other types of demographics to have the excuse to remove from their mind that, oh, this guy is not so bad since the other one may be under indictment, as was revealed by Comey at the time. That's what I believe in. At that time when he had made the Comey, he had made the decision that he was going to announce that Clinton was under investigation. Literally that time. It's not right now I'm saying that, Alex. On that day, I called my be- one of my good friends. Mm-hmm. I said, wow, I cannot believe that the election is being stolen from us. Yeah. And at that time, it was relatively early. I understood that's how they were in the process of delegitimizing, delegitimizing, legitimizing a... Clinton, simply by the way, Alex, based on the book that we I had read that enlightened me a bit, that had enlightened me a little bit, The New Jim Crow okay. by Michelle Alexander, historically, as one has seen, in order to disenfranchise or delegitimize someone, they first have to brand you as a criminal. And that's what Comey had done when he said that Clinton was under investigation. Right. He branded her as a criminal. And a lot of people who wanted the excuse to vote for Trump, even though they knew they would have felt guilty afterwards, but... Once Comey came out with that claim, in droves, I believe, they drove all of those people to vote for Trump without remorse or the guilt that they should have been feeling. So right now, fast forward to 2020, unequivocally, whomever votes for Trump, I know is a bad person. And one could say, wow, that's how polarized the country has become. Yes, it is. The, The country has become polarized with good versus bad. Yes, the people who are not... Um, shooting people in the streets and advocating for people to be punched in rallies, advocating for people's head to be boxed up the the sides of the police cars. Yeah. People who are not advocating for that, they're good people. So here's the thing. People vote 
people vote in in their best interest. And I feel that there are people who vote for Trump that are able to I I can't do it. That are able to separate all the crap that he does on a daily basis. Yes. And then and then and then vote for him yes. because of other benefits that they are getting from Yes, you're voting, still a bad person. From voting for him. Yes, right now I'm going I'm going straight down the straight down the middle hardliner. Okay. You're still a bad person. Okay. Because just because you only care about yourself and you're not seeing and viewing or caring or considering about the other the other people as a group, you are a selfish person. In essence, you are effectively saying, as long as you get yours. You're, you're good. As long as you get your little bit, you're fine. You don't see no you see no evil, you hear no evil. You don't mind, you don't care, you don't know, you don't worry about whether other people are being abused, whether other people are being hurt. You don't know, you don't care. That's not your business. It's just as understandably, some of the rappers, and I understand, once they do that, they're also showing, they're sending a message out. Some people like the, the rappers. I will not name them. People love their music. They're mega millionaires, which is great. That's what everybody would want to accomplish in America. Yeah. But then they're showing, they're sending a message out, basically. like First, they want to tell to black people themselves that they're not like you. They're above it. It says that they could go Republican. And that's always been applicable. You make a certain amount you know, economically, it does not directly or at least immediately matter to you whether you have a Democrat or Republican administration. Sure. Because the difference you're going to feel when you are a multimillionaire in that sense, I understand that. It's not. It's going to be minimal. You're not going to feel it though or realize it the same way other people do. But once you come out and you voice it and you actually voice that you would be with a guy like Trump, Whichever rap, rapper that you may be, yeah, you, you are one definitely miseducated. You are undereducated. Undereduca- you are low informed, but you're a multimillionaire, and you're selfish with a platform, with a platform, with a yeah. platform. So when you're already a multimillionaire, other people who came before you fought to provide you the right to be a rapper, to earn your living, and have what you have and but at this point in time you're relatively better than a good number of people but you cannot even take a second to be considerate and then you would vote for Trump so automatically it's black or white you're a bad person you might be a bad person because you're not educated you might be a bad person because you failed to keep yourself informed you're a low information voter <laughs> because Trump did say he likes the he likes the poorly un- Likes poorly the vote, educated. Yeah, likes the poorly educated. He said that. He said yeah. he, Trump is so poorly educated himself because he never really yeah. earned a degree. Yeah. He, he never, even before his niece came out to really detail that he never studied and he would pay people to take his SATs. I knew and understood that Trump could not have possibly gone to a business school such as Wharton School of Business, one of the top business schools in the country, and to actually tell me he actually studied the material, went home studied the material and came back to the exam and performed on the exam on his own. No way. Even before he was there, I knew he, he, he never did that. So Is it because he only knows like 500 words? Yeah. 
and he knows a lot of words he claims because the guy he says himself yeah I like I like the poorly educated yeah. he doesn't even know you shouldn't say you like the poorly educated you might say you like low information voters maybe but I mean that's how ridiculous that he is I mean really yeah, yeah. yeah you're, you're, yes you're a bad person if you vote for Trump you're a bad person because the country has been going up to on, in flames for the past three four years I mean everything it's terrible. People could barely visit their parents. They can't see their grandparents. They can't go to school. Why? Because a pandemic where he said there were 15 and it would go to zero. And then it goes to 9 million. So now if somebody predicted, made a prediction from fifth, number 15 is going to go to zero and then it didn't go to zero, it went to 9 million. In any other institution, location, would you ever consider that person? That person would not qualify to open his or her mouth as far as predicting or knowing anything. If if Trump if Trump worked at any business, he would have been fired a long time ago. Long time ago, right? There's no there's no he he, he would not be tolerated in the workplace more than, more, in in any workplace. Any workplace. Like, any workplace. You can't work at Burger King. Yeah, you. That's right. You would be it deemed was, a failure you know, and, you by know, any you standard. Know, nothing to anyone who works at Burger King. Yes, but. You know, the point being that it doesn't matter if you if you are employed by someone else. There's no way you can t- tolerate an employee not. like 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 him. Never with all the things that he says and what he does. Never. So yeah. So w- it, w- how do you how do you how do you continue how do you keep him in office? Yeah. So exactly. How would you be able to keep him in office to the point where you were able to survive him for four years? If you're lucky enough for the pandemic to not have hit you, and then now to determine that of all the candidates, of the two candidates on the field, you'd be voting for that guy by the name of Trump. Despite everything he has done that he's shown to be, never paid taxes, never did anything, never ran a successful business, up to his eyeballs with debt. And then that's the person you would think. And the when, speaking of debt, the country's debt itself has oh, yeah. gone astronomical. Yeah, I mean, to what avail? Because especially if one is a, as a parent, if you you are an American, you'd like the country over the long term to do well because your kids are going to be living there as well. And why would that be the person that you would think you would vote in office? No, if you were to vote Trump in office, in my opinion. It's simply because you want to own the libs. You want to own the libs. You want to show them that this guy, once again, would be the president, and they know that he does not deserve it. He does not qualify, and it drives liberals and Democrats crazy. So that's why they would be voting for that. So if you were going to be voting for Trump for those reasons, so you could— ride pickup trucks right. and put flags on the back and break the law and violate other people's rights, go to rallies with on the off 15th, yes, I believe you're a bad person if you vote for Trump. You're a bad person if you vote for Trump. I don't, yeah, I mean, look, <laughs> I don't, I, um, yeah, yeah, it's, uh, I, I see how people, like I said, right? How people are separate the two, but you, you know, how do you separate? How do you separate the two when this person has has literally cost the lives of so many people, and and it continues to show that he has no regard for anyone's life, 
So, you, you know, you, you have this virus that, yes, you know, it, it wasn't, um, didn't, didn't originate here, but the way you handled it and the way you continue to handle it is causing lives every single day. That's right. You go, you look at Europe, everything is shutting down again. Shutting down. And it costs the economy as well. If you don't address the pandemic, if you don't address the virus, right. you could barely have an economy. Right. I mean, it should have been obvious. Everyone's walking around. You'd be nervous, scared. And the the crazy thing about this virus is that it does not affect everyone in the same way. Some people might survive it, and you don't know yourself if you may or may not. That's the uncertainty factor yeah, yeah. is also what makes it scary. If you were to know, okay, you're definitely just going to get sick, or you're going to be very sick, but you will come out of it. No, you don't know. Yeah. And then And then there's no plan. There's no plan. He doesn't have a plan for the virus. Yeah. You can't have a plan for something that you continue to just ignore and act like it's just going to go away. It's just going to go away with a Hail Mary and a, going away. With a Hail Mary and a prayer via miracle. Thoughts yeah. and prayers. Yeah. Thoughts and prayers won't do it. And of course, you know, certain people who, who are from a certain de- demographic says that if you are yourself a black person, you're a good person, you work, you didn't do anything to anyone, you'd like to know that you have a president too. Even if you didn't vote for him or right, her, right. that they're the president of the whole country. You can't just be the president of the Republicans only, and then whatever becomes of the people who voted Democrat from whatever state, or if it's a Democratic state, then they could go just to their own demise. It doesn't make any sense. And especially he's already shown that he does not care an iota about black people specifically. Yes, if you vote for Trump, you're a bad person because you have to vote for a person who would be a good president to everybody, every citizen, to every taxpaying citizen. Not only a certain group of people pay taxes, everyone pays taxes. They pay federal, state, local, and city taxes. And once you work and you pay those taxes, you'd like to be treated like a citizen. Yeah. As everyone else who pay federal, state, and local city taxes might be treated. So... If there were, if there is a president who refuses to treat a certain group of people, even if they hard, even if they're hardworking, taxpaying citizens, refuse to treat them and or acknowledge them as a citizen of this diverse country. If you were to knowingly be voting for that president, whether you are a Republican or you're a Democrat, and that's the president that you would want to be voting for tomorrow, November third, twenty twenty. You're a bad citizen. You're an inconsiderate citizen. You're a low information citizen. And you're a selfish citizen. And you not you are not worthy to be the American citizen that you claim to be. That's just my opinion. <laughs> and that does it for today's episode of Between My Uncle and Me. Again, I'm Alex. And I'm Luke. Please subscribe to the podcast on iTunes and Spotify and anywhere else you get your podcasts. And don't forget to leave us a review. Look out for new episodes every Wednesday and send us emails at bmuampod at gmail.com. Take care of yourselves. Until next time. Bye-bye.